0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the Pipe Bomb Show. I'm your host, John Pipe Bomb. Um, Survivor Series was this past Sunday here at, uh, here in Brooklyn, Barclay Center. Um, I usually try to go to these um Barclay Center shows. Um I told you about the fiasco with the Madison Square Garden uh, Smackdown that uh just passed. But uh this uh, this one under the radar for me just because me, me and my friend were already planning on going to the Monday Night Raw on Long Island. It's not that far from us. So I was already planning on going to that. So I really didn't want to do two, two events so close to each other. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll skip this one. It doesn't even sound like anything uh Exciting is going to happen. And boy, was was I right. For the most part. This right here. Was probably the. The worst. One of. You always got to put that one of. One of the worst buildups. To a Survivor Series. I say that comparing it to. I believe it would be two years now. Two years ago, three years ago, when we had uh, the NXT invasion of Raw and SmackDown, and basically NXT took over, winning the majority of the matches. Uh, Keith Lee standing out against Roman Reigns on the uh, five on five on five. Survivor Series um elimination matchup. The women uh elimination match taking that win. Who, what else? Shayna Baszler making her mark um against Bailey and I believe Becky at the time. All three of those women were champions. You know, from that buildup of, you know, NXT attacking, you know, SmackDown first and then invading Raw. And then on NXT, you know, Raw invading them and SmackDown invading them. You really got the sense of, you know, of, of a war. That's what Survivor Series should be. I mean, it's changed over the years. It's changed to now you got to fight for your brands. But before, it would just be a group of guys had an issue with another group of guys. And, you know, this is how they settled it. Or it would be two rivals, two people that hate each other, and they assembled uh, teams to go against each other. I want to remember I think it was like team team Lesnar versus team Cena. You know, team Austin versus team Bischoff. Uh um was it was it, it was uh, uh Triple H's team versus Randy Orton's team. With you know and and the best part of those were stipulations. The Bischoff uh, Austin one was, um, if if Bischoff won uh, Austin, who was co GM at the time, would no longer have that power. He would lose his job. With uh, Randy Orton and Triple H, they did it. So the winning team, this this I believe was is probably one of the best stipulations. The winning team, each member would get to control one week of Monday Night Raw. And you had the babyfaces winning, and each week they put themselves in world title matches against Triple H. I believe it was Jericho, Benoit, Maven, and Randy Orton. All these stipulations. The NXT one was, was good because it was like, it was our first time seeing NXT mainstream, really. As popular as NXT was, this was our first time seeing them against the main roster. It was good. It was great. That was a, a great night. Basically, you, you usually have, you know, you know, one-on-one champion versus champion. But essentially, every match was a uh, a triple threat. It added something new and something different. Unfortunately, this year, they had the draft so close to Survivor Series that, you know... How loyal are you to Monday Night Raw? You were just on SmackDown four weeks ago. Why are you going to put your body on the line to represent Monday Night Raw if you were loyal to SmackDown a year ago? That's my whole issue. That's a lot of people's issue, actually. A lot of people were like, okay, they did the draft, but it doesn't even take into effect till the end of the month. And then you got to build up Survivor Series, which is three, four weeks away. You have to make people believe that these people are so loyal to this brand that they will fight tooth and nail to defend you know, the honor and its name. And that was the issue. Another issue people had, me especially, was they announced, you know, the 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 teams for for the men and the women Survivor Series teams on social media, just out of the blue. Back in the day, you you wanted to represent your brand. You want to be at, on the pay per view. You want to you know be there you gotta qualify no 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 here here's the issue also because you could tell that they didn't know what to do wwe has has truly lost its way and this is not i love AEW so much listen if wwe was doing a great storyline they've done great stories but you got to point out when they do stupid shit. I understand, you know, the last couple years when it's been a uh, universal champion versus WWE champion. Last minute, they, they switch out the champion just to, you know, just to, you know, to let people know, you know, anything can change. Remember, it was going to be Brock Lesnar versus Jinder Mahal. And about a week or two before, AJ Styles wins the WWE title. Now it's AJ versus Brock. AJ holds the title for almost a year. It's gonna be Brock Lesnar versus AJ. But Daniel Bryan just beat AJ for, for the WWE title. So now A uh Daniel Bryan's gonna fight Brock Lesnar. I remember one time, I think it was uh, Natalia versus Alexa Bliss. Except Charlotte won the SmackDown Women's Champion. So she faced Alexa Bliss. That's what they attempted with this. They said, here are the five members. And then randomly started, you know, taking them off. The, you know, Sami Zayn was on Team SmackDown. And then... Jeff Hardy beat him, so they kicked him off the 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 team. Now you might go. Well, that's part of the storyline and stuff like that. I will give you that. But now tell me what part? What you know? The logic in this part. They announced Team Raw for the men. They say it is, um, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor. Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio. And then, Adam Pearce comes out and says, well, everybody on Team Raw is a former world champion except Dominic. So, Dominic, you have to defend your spot against Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley goes ahead, he destroys Dominic, as he should, and now Lashley takes the spot. No issue with that. But if you are Adam Pearce, and you assembled Team Raw, why would you assemble it on a Saturday? And then two days later go, holy shit. Dominic's not a world champion. We got to make him defend his spot. Once again, I will follow you. And you will say, listen, it's part of the storyline. I will follow your storyline. But now, Austin Theory comes in, lays out Rey Mysterio, and Adam Pearce says, well, Austin Theory's on Team Raw now. So, one week, Adam Pearce wants Dominic on the team. A couple days later, he wants all former world champions on the team. And then, two weeks later, says, ah, let's put Austin Theory in. A former champion? No. A former world champion? No. So where's the logic in that? I want all former world champions for Team Raw. Austin Theory's not a former world champion. It makes the storyline look so dumb. It makes Adam Pearce sound dumb. And this is just the fucking backstory for Survivor Series. We haven't even gotten to the show. Survivor Series, they were celebrating 25 years of The Rock's debut, the classic story thrown around. The Rock started with $7 in his pocket, and look where he is now. They had a movie tie-in. The Rock's new movie on Netflix with Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. Uh, Red Notice. Something about him finding artifacts. I don't know if he's... what he's doing. An archaeologist or whatever. But a limo pulls up and Mr. McMahon comes out. And there you have all the superstars there. They're clapping their hands. They are so happy to see Mr. McMahon. They're so... Happy they weren't on the 5, you know, 10, 15 cut list for this year. They're so happy to see Mr. McMahon. If if I'm any of those superstars, I'm not there. I want him to forget that I'm there. (laughs) Because next thing you know, he'll look at you and go, what do you do here? Wrestle. No, no, no. You're too small. You're released. You're fired. So he comes out. Everyone's cheering. They're clapping. And all of a sudden, he goes into the van, uh, goes into the limo, and he pulls out a golden egg. And... For a brief second, like I was, the superstars were silent. They didn't know what the fuck to think of this. They were like, oh, yay. It's a gold egg. What's funny is when he shows the group, (laughs) you have Dio Madden, uh, 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 Mace. You know, he's, you know, he's trying to add something to the story. He's trying to, you know, put some personality in. So he, like, leans over, like, ooh, if he's going to touch the egg. And Vince McMahon quickly, like, swats his hand away and pulls the egg back. And he smiles, like, ha you, you can't touch this. And for a <laughs> moment second for a split second it just you know it it looks playful like Vince is just playing around or whatever but it gave off the vibes of when Titus O'Neil when Vince and Stephanie and Triple H they were leaving all the superstars were on the ramp and Titus O'Neil just you know just grabs Vince's arm real quick and says you know You know, ladies first or whatever. And Vince just jerked his arm back and kept walking. And then next thing you know, Titus O'Neil was suspended for a month. That's what this is reminding you of. I wouldn't be surprised if it said, you know, Mace is suspended for a month. Or Mace will be on the next, you know, round of cuts. Because of this incident of trying to touch Mr. McMahon's egg. So, the pre-show had the first champion versus champion match. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Damian Priest. U.S. title versus Intercontinental title. Uh, nothing too crazy. Rick Boogs was playing his guitar. Uh, towards the end of the match, he distracted uh, Damian Priest, who had uh, Nakamura in a submission. Um... Priest didn't like that, he went to the outside, grabbed the guitar, broke it in half, hit Boogs with one side of it, and then when Nakamura came around, he hit Nakamura with it for the DQ, so that's a great way to start off with a DQ in a champion versus champion match, so Now the actual pay-per-view. Very first match. Very first match. What's funny is, a, you know, an hour or two beforehand. I was, I was busy on Twitter. And I look and they say, you know, reports are that Charlotte and Becky will be the main event. And I said, that's going to be a good main event. You know, with these these two playing off the, they hate each other in real life. They used to be best friends, whether it's real or fake or whatever. Every time these two get in the ring, they have good matches. For the most part. For the most part, these two have really good matches with each other. So, when I heard that as the main event, I immediately assumed that means Roman and Biggie are going to start off the night. Um, that did not happen. Charlotte and Becky did open up the match. This was a this was a really good match. went about 18 minutes. And um, end of the match saw Charlotte going for a roll-up. Um, But she held the ropes. Referee saw her. She had to let go of the ropes. And then when Becky rolled through and the referee counted one, two, at the last possible second, Becky grabbed the ropes during the roll-up and got the three count. So Becky was victorious against Charlotte. Charlotte laughing the whole way, smiling, like, yeah. Yeah, you might have beaten me now, but, you know, I'll get the last laugh kind of thing. Next match was Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. I'm not going to go through every elimination. uh, But some of the highlights. Uh, Actually, I, I enjoyed this match, too. I felt this... I'm looking at it now. 29 minutes. I, if you asked me while I was watching, I would have said 40. Maybe because of all the entrances and everything. It felt like a 40 minute match. I was like, "Is this is this match gonna go an hour?" I know you know, they bumped Nakamura and Priest to the pre show, but what are you doing with this? So, felt like a long match. Uh, the highlights being. Uh, Kevin Owens wanted to start off for Team Raw. Him and Seth deciding. Kevin Owens says, no, 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 let me do it. As soon as the match starts, Kevin Owens, he leaves. This is the new Kevin Owens, or the old Kevin Owens. The heel, he's a dick. He leaves. Team Raw high and dry. That's it. Uh... Someone also pointed out, don't forget, last year for Team SmackDown, uh, Seth Rollins started the match. And was it Team SmackDown? Yeah, it was Team SmackDown. Um, Seth Rollins started the Survivor Series match, and then he got on his knees. He said, this is for the greater good. And ate a bro kick and a one, two, three. So they said, you know, Kevin <laughs> Kevin Owens waited one year to get his revenge. So that was pretty funny. Uh Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre at one point were fighting out in the crowd. Both got, you know, a double count out there. Comes down to Austin Theory, Seth Rollins, uh Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, Sheamus um Gets taken out after Sheamus and and Jeff Hardy. They both do the um, what is it called the ten bells or whatever. When he when Sheamus puts his opponent on the apron and starts beating on their chest, him and Jeff started doing that. Um, Sheamus got out next. Austin Theory. So it's it's down to Seth Rollins and Jeff Hardy, and Seth Rollins wins. Seth Rollins hits that curb stomp, and he gets the 1-2-3 on Jeff Hardy. He is the sole survivor. Next match is The Rocks 25th Anniversary 25-man dual-brand over-the-top battle royal. That's a mouthful. What's funny is, you know, they they had a couple guys in the ring already. And, um, you know, so they have the bigger names come out last. AJ came out. The Street Profits came out. Ricochet came out. Uh, But then when I see a couple of the guys coming out, I noticed that... um, I noticed these two tables nearby with boxes on them. So what the hell is this? What's you know uh, what's going on here? When the tree profits came out, they had their own box in hand. Apparently, this is, you can't just pay tribute to the rock. You gotta get some money out of it, kid. Do you not know how the business works? The business. Uh, Basically, they came out with a box. The box was for Pizza Hut. And I got to say, I don't eat pizza a lot. I'm trying to cut down. And I don't have Pizza Hut that much either. Usually get Domino's. I usually just get cheesy bread and, uh, and wings usually. But this whole triple layer, you know, (laughs) it's like a little, it's like a little filing cabinet for your pizza. The first, the first level is a pizza, second level is a pizza, and the third one is the dessert. It looks hilarious. It it looks funny. Whatever. (laughs) Um. Bunch of shenanigans. At one point, R-Truth comes out. He takes a slice of the pizza. Tries to feed it to Omas. He doesn't want it. Uh, Goes to Otis. See if he wants it. He starts eating it. And then when R-Truth, I think, smacks him on the back, uh, Otis gets upset. Throws him over. Match ends with uh, Omas facing off against Ricochet. Trying to say, you know, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe the little guy can pull one off. Look, it's David and Goliath. Maybe. Maybe if people cared about Ricochet now. Maybe if he wasn't beaten down so much. Maybe if you used him more and used him properly people would get behind Ricochet and think that maybe maybe he could do it. Maybe he could pull it off. But that's not what this was. Omos wins. Uh, then AJ comes to celebrate with him and I think they went to go get the pizza box sitting by ringside. But the Sheep Profits they run in and they seal the box and then they run to the entrance and they start throwing pizzas in the crowd. Yay! Yay! It was a battle royal. It was a battle royal. There were going to be some dumb spots, some goofy spots. This was just to make Omos be the, the terror. The, the, the giant among men. The monster among men. Next match, oh, before I get too far, Um, at one point backstage, Mr. McMahon is sitting in his office, he's got the egg in a glass case, and Roman Reigns comes in, and Vince is like, oh, can you believe it, it's 25 years since Rock showed up, and $7 in his pocket, look where he is now. And and he gave me this egg. This is Cleopatra's egg, and this egg is worth a hundred million dollars. And the Rock, I mean, the Rock, uh, Roman smiles and goes, "Wow, that sounds as almost you know almost as much as my my next uh contract." Ha ha ha! That's funny. So, I, I actually hope that, you know, Roman's full of shit, though. I hope he's not worth $100 million. You know, I'm, I plan on picking up the next WWE game. I plan on playing my GM. I hope I don't have to pay that much. But in any case, uh, later in the night or different segment, uh, Sonia Deville, Adam Pierce, they're sitting in front of Vince McMahon's office. Vince McMahon sits down. He was off camera. Uh, and he goes, Well, well. And then they all look over, and the glass case is empty. And he says, Someone stole the egg. Who? Who? It must have been one of the superstars. Go, Sonia. Call the cops. Adam Pierce. you got to interview everyone. You know what? Send everyone to Monday Night Raw. I'm going to find out who did this. Send everyone to Monday Night Raw. We had a draft to separate the rosters. You know, change people up. Separate the rosters. We were told that tonight at Survivor Series, that this was the one time a year that these teams would be competing against each other. I guess not. So then we got the next match. r k bro versus the Usos this was a good match. This is a pretty good match uh ends with r k bro beating the Usos um you know what they're the fan favorites at first I was thinking, damn what you know if I had did a prediction would i have picked the Usos uh no, the the Usos are good. They're great as a tag team. They'll they'll win another 5 before they eventually retire. Uh RK RK Bro is still I mean relatively new. They've teamed up since before Survivor Series. I mean Survivor uh SummerSlam. No, yeah, so yeah, SummerSlam basically. So they're still the fresher team. They are still the baby faces. So you need, um, need someone for people to cheer. Next, we had the women's team Raw team versus team SmackDown. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. This wasn't doing it. This was, this match was not doing it for me. I cut off. I cut. Off this pay-per-view. I said, you know what? This might go as long as the men's uh, elimination match. I'm good. It's the first time I've done. I mean, I was tired. I did have work the next day. But I was just like, you know what? I'll watch the the rest of the pay-per-view tomorrow. I'll pick up from this match. But there was nothing really going on with this. Carmella was going to put on her protective facial gear. And then she didn't. She went in the ring. And she decided to give her uh, face gear to Zelina. And Zelina was going to put it on... And I believe Tony Storm came from behind with a roll-up and got the 1-2-3 on Carmella. That's what I remember. Most of this was forgettable. You know what I do remember? Looking at the crowd and seeing how excited they were for this match. Or it could have just been their turn to do the wave. That might be a possibility because that's what fucking happened. You look in the crowd, and people periodically getting up and down. And then when the camera switches, you see, oh, no, it's the entire arena doing the wave. Arena broke out in uh, CM Punk chants because, you know what, he's back. But CM Punk chants during boring diva matches, women's matches, will not be, will not die. Remember when CM Punk was gone and the Divas would be wrestling and the crowd would break up, break out into CM Punk chants. Now that he's back, he's wrestling, he's in AEW, uh, the whole <laughs> chanting CM Punk during boring women's matches Uh, doesn't go away. It doesn't go away that easily. I did see that Bianca Belair did win. She was the uh, sole survivor. Don't know how she won. Like I said, didn't watch the match. So I did not finish uh, watching the pay-per-view, like I said, but we'll get into the main event. Roman Reigns versus Big E. Roman went uh, Roman Reigns picking up the win about a twenty minute match. Um I heard this was a good match. So good way to end the night, end it with a good match. Um I heard it was slow paced at first, but you know the ending was action action. So that's good. At the end of it, um what do we get? What what, it, what was your takeaway from Survivor Series? Does it mean anything? Shinsuke won. Becky won. Team Raw won. Omos won. RK-Bro won. Bianca won. And then Roman won. So the tally is five for Raw and two for SmackDown. Is is there any repercussions? Is is anyone going to get upset? It's hard to, you know, watch something like this when there's nothing on the line. There's no reason. You have to get people to care. That's the reason why I can I can miss most of these Saudi Arabia shows. Because most of them you can miss. Unless you really want to see Goldberg. Unless you really want to see uh, Undertaker. But Undertaker's gone. He's not doing those anymore. Unless you really want to see Brock Lesnar. Because those are guaranteed names for the Saudi Arabia shows. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Goldberg. They will be at almost every single Saudi Arabia show. There might be another one coming up in February uh, from reports. There will be another one before WrestleMania, before April. So, I mean, besides the fact that I'm at work while the shows are happening because they happen like on a thursday starting at noon and i'm at work i'm not going to you know stop everything just to watch these uh Saudi Arabia shows it just sucks you you want you know you know when they had brand supremacy you know that whole gimmick it was mainly for that pay-per-view bragging rights. You know, 7 on 7, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. The winning team gets a big trophy. You know, you know, the the captain of those winning teams, you know, they got something. I remember Jericho. It was Jericho on Team SmackDown and he he won, so he got a world title shot, I believe. This? What happened? What happens to the winners? What what does Seth Rollins get? Seth Rollins is already getting a, a WWE title shot. What else is he getting? What happens to the losing team on SmackDown? What does Bianca get? Bianca's feuding with uh Dewdrop now. She's not getting a shot at Becky anytime soon. Liv Morgan is. I like the fact that uh, I saw a thing, uh, Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods is the same way. He's saying, uh, you know, what? Why, why am I fighting for this brand? There should be something on the line. He proposed that the winning team have, you know, some type of an elimination style match for the last five spots of the Royal Rumble. You know to play into something, and then the losing team same thing in reverse five way elimination, and you know the 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 loser or whatever gets um the number one spot I wouldn't do one two uh, you know uh uh the last five spots for the winning team. But I would say the winning team, okay, now the five of you face off in a five-way. A five-way or a five-way elimination match. And last man standing is number 30 in the Royal Rumble. You do something like that. Make it interesting. Make people go, oh, you know, like they had the, uh, the, miss, the mixed match challenge. The, the mixed tag matches that they used to have. And at first it was just like, okay, they're doing this. this. is this fun little YouTube thing. Okay, whatever. And then they said, oh, the winners will be, you know, the, the man and woman team will be the last, you know, number 30 in the Rumble. So at least it meant something when they got down to the, to the finals of that tournament it meant something something's got to change with survivor series and if and if it doesn't change you know with doing the whole brand supremacy do the draft earlier let these guys be on the you know on these rosters for about four or five months and not you know four weeks Let them be on these rosters for a while. And then it, you know, it it makes you feel like, yeah, yeah. SmackDown trying to evade Raw. Yeah, I want to defend this. This is my show. Not that you were already on the other show less than a month ago. But that's it. That's all I've got for you as it pertains to Survivor Series. Oh, And before you go, the most important thing, the most blue balls moment, The Rock never showed up. The Rock, who this was his 25th anniversary, uh, the tie-in with the Netflix movie, uh, Mr. McMahon mentioning The Rock to Roman Reigns, Showing little clips and snippets of The Rock debuting, you know, The Rock's accomplishments. And at the end of it, no Rock. The Rock did not even show up to his own party. How fucking dumb is this? Don't care that he was supposed to. This was the original plan. A fan looking at this is going to be pissed off to go, wait, this whole night is revolved around The Rock and he's not here. He's not showing up. He's not going to, you know, like, what was the point? You could have mentioned, hey, The Rock The Rock debuted 25 years ago. Showed one video package. That's it. No, they went throughout the whole night. Look at The Rock. Look at this clip. Look what he did here. Look at his first title win. Look at his debut. No Rock. At least to confront Roman Reigns. Since Roman won in the main event. Nothing. What's funny is I saw someone put up a thing that AEW, you know, hinted that CM Punk was coming. They didn't say his name. They didn't advertise that he was going to be there. But when he did show up, everyone was happy. The fans were excited. You went there, you watched it, Or you were there in the building and you were satisfied because you were probably like, I wonder if he's going to show. Do you think he's going to show? I don't know if he's going to show. I mean, they technically didn't say he was going to be here, but, you know, there's always hope and stuff. And here he is. With WWE, they could say, look. We're promoting the Rock's movie. We have a Rock battle royal. This is the Rock's twentieth anniversary. The, the Rock was everywhere on the show, except physically there, not even via satellite. So, if people want to go ahead and you know make uh, make the um, make the comparisons, there it is. You had one night dedicated to this man, and he didn't even show up. He wasn't there. Whether he's filming a movie, whether he's filming a show, whatever the case was, WWE looks stupid. There's no no if, ands, or buts. They look so dumb. At the beginning... When 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 the video package opens up, it shows The Rock with you know Ryan Reynolds. It's about the movie. The movie has a tie into the theme. You see nothing, nothing but The Rock every couple minutes. Every other match, they show something about The Rock. You think that this man would show up? If not, you know Vince McMahon likes to. You you hear these reports that. Vince McMahon will go into a Monday Night Raw and he would just hate the script and he would just rip it up and, you know, an hour or two before the show starts, he would rewrite a script and redo the whole format. You tell, you're telling me nobody could have done that with this pay-per-view? Nobody could have said, you know what? Cut everything from the rock. We'll show the thing at the beginning, have the movie tie-in. I'll do the stupid egg thing. But that's it. Don't show the fucking Rock every other match because people are going to fucking expect The Rock. Mention him two, three times and that's it. But no. Look, look, this is the the Rock debuted at Survivor Series. The Rock became the corporate champion at Survivor Series. All these highlights, and the man doesn't even show up. Meanwhile, all you had was Darby Allen said, hey, I'm going to be in Chicago. If you think you're the best in the world, you better be here in AEW. And that drove people crazy. That drove people crazy. People said, no way, are you crazy? He's gonna show up after all this time he's gonna pop up TM Punk's gonna come back here no we'll show you we'll show you everything but the rock We'll show you a video we'll show you a fucking picture we'll show you an egg that he gave a hundred million dollar egg he gave except him. We won't show him don't be that stupid. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening. I will talk to you all next time.